Hey everybody, before we get into the show, I wanted to let you know we've got another live show coming up. We will be back at Maya Cinemas on Thursday, May 23rd for Furiosa, the latest in the Mad Max series. We are so excited for this one. Joining me to talk about it, we've got Sam Novak, Shahab Zargari, and Tony Gonzalez. A great lineup. It's going to be an awesome movie. We are so excited to talk about it. So make sure to check the show notes. There are opportunities to win tickets. You could also buy tickets. And we hope to see you there Thursday, May 23rd, 6 p.m. at Maya Cinemas for Furiosa. Right, welcome to another episode of Piecing It Together, the podcast where we take a look at a new movie and try to figure out what movies inspired it. And today on the show, it is our second installment of Missing Pieces, a new mini-series that we are doing to help fill the void during our collective quarantine where there's not really that many new release movies for us to cover, so we're looking back at older movies and uh, I am letting some of my returning co-hosts, as well as some new co-hosts, uh, recommend movies for us to cover that came out in the last, I've been telling people, 3 to 30 years. That's because, let's, let's get down to it, what this series really is all about. It's movies we couldn't have covered on the podcast because they came out before we started this podcast. So we're cutting it off three years. So that way it's not something that we might have covered already. And then going to 20, 30 years back, just so that way um, we're not talking about, you know, some movie from the 70s and we have to look back even further from that to try to find puzzle pieces. We want to have a nice long history of many decades of movies to look back to to try to find puzzle pieces during. So uh, three to 30 years seems like a good amount of time to have our guests pick movies from. And so for this one, uh, our returning co-host, Chad Clinton Freeman, who you've heard on the show many, many, many times, uh, picked a movie from 2014 called Jamie Marks is Dead, which I certainly had never heard of. And uh, it was a pretty good movie. I'm really glad that he picked this one and I got a chance to experience a movie that I almost definitely would have never experienced. If you've never seen this movie, Jamie Marks is Dead, I'd recommend you go watch it first before listening to this conversation. We don't get into too many spoilers, a little bit here and there, but um, you know, mainly we tried to keep things a little bit spoiler free because uh, not many people have seen this movie. So I would recommend you go watch it and then listen to this great conversation we have with a bunch of great puzzle pieces. And then we talk about, of course, because this is missing pieces, we also talk about some movies that came since this movie in 2014 that maybe the filmmakers had seen this and maybe it rubbed off on them a little bit. So uh, I want to remind you, as always, please make sure you're subscribed to Piecing It Together on your podcast app of choice. You can, of course, rate and review us on Podchaser or Apple Podcasts. Follow us on social media at Piecing pod and join the facebook group popcorn and puzzle pieces also if you're out there listening and you'd like to join me for an episode whether it's uh, a new movie which there's not that many of but we're still going to try to do them or one of these older movies for a missing pieces episode 
get in touch. I'd love to talk to you. Always looking for new co-hosts to join me here on the show. So without any further ado, let's get into this conversation about Jamie Marks is Dead. All right. So uh, joining me for another episode of Missing Pieces, I've got with us our good buddy, Chad Clinton Freeman. How's it going, Chad? Oh, it's going great. Are you doing well in your uh, in your oh, quarantine yeah, yeah, yeah. life? New the new lifestyle that we're all in right now. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, true, true, truthfully, not a whole lot's changed. I mean, I'm I'm watching <laughs> movies like crazy still. Um, so I mean, <laughs> maybe this has affected every. Uh, the only thing is, I don't get to go to a movie, but I mean, I'm still pretty much, you know watching movies uh several a day um i mean it's if not chad rare. ever stops watching <laughs> several movies a day then we know we're all in trouble That's... <laughs> yeah so is that is not weird for me on a normal day after work to watch four movies i know that watching four movies is probably what people some are just doing with their whole day right now but um mm-hmm. you know i they, these people might catch up to me, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, for this one, uh, I obviously with this uh, series, I'm letting my guests pick the movie. And you suggested this movie, Jamie Marks is Dead, which I don't think I had ever really heard of. Where, where did you find this movie? Uh, this was a movie actually just uh, I, I found it on Prime Video um, a couple of years ago. Um, mm-hmm. it, it actually was a, a Sundance movie. Um, obviously it was, I saw that. It didn't, yeah. It, it obviously didn't make a, a lot of noise at the time. Um, but I, I, I think from when it came out 2014, I think we're totally a little bit of different times. I mean, I think this would have got snatched up by neon or a two four. Um, sure. <laughs> and, uh, and had a possible, you know, uh, limited theatrical release it might have got a little bit better push and people you know would probably be better aware of it but yeah this was one of them uh, that came to mind when you mentioned this because i was like this is a great movie and i don't think a lot of people know about it um or have heard about it but uh yeah it, it i rewatched it since we were doing this and yeah i i love this movie it's 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 pretty fabulous you know one other thing before we start jumping into some uh puzzle pieces the the filmmaker or the actor are, are were you very familiar with any of these people involved with this the actors or or carter smith of the uh the not really carter smith i mean i i know he did the ruins but i i didn't know that going into this actually um and then the actor it would just so happen i forget his name but uh he's the one who plays drome on uh on the uh, Gotham show, um, which is oh, okay. uh, the, 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 basically their version of the Joker. Um, I forget the guy's name, but the redheaded guy. Um, mm-hmm. and I guess he's on another show too. Uh, uh the, the name of that show escapes me. Shameless. Uh, yes. That's the one. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. Cameron Monaghan. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's it. Yep. Yeah. I didn't realize that either going into this, but yeah. So he, he's got, he's got a few, things he's known but uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah certainly yeah. hadn't heard of many of these people going into it though um right. and it's it's uh, it's an interesting movie i'm glad you picked it but let's uh let's jump into some puzzle pieces what do you got for your first one you know my my pieces are all over the place and i know you said <laughs> we were only going to do about five I, i've got sure. way more than that so i wanted to make <laughs> sure pick my first one is be one that i feel like kind of 
nails this movie all together. Um, what I thought of, uh, one is how this movie, it's like set in reality, but then at the same time, it's like, uh, like, uh, fantasy in a way um sure and 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 for me i totally just go along with that i mean there's some pretty wacky stuff when you sit and think about it but right. <laughs> it works it's like they set up the kind of the rules of the film and and as long as they follow that then you're 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 on board and that just reminded me of the butterfly effect a lot the way you know in the butterfly effect of course he has his book and he's able to do some sort of time travel and it's mm -hmm. otherwise a set in reality grounded movie is another movie that i absolutely love um and there's some you know some dark stuff in the film um this one where you've got you know being able to walk into his closet and then all of a sudden travel to <laughs> another person's house in that closet. And then that's connected to other parts of the city. I mean, it's just like um, it, it, it makes up its own rules in that way. And I think the same way how the butterfly effect, he's able to use this, journal this notebook in order to time travel and right. like i said it's just like so if you stop and think about it it's like wait a second it, it totally is not realistic but both realistic movies and they have that sort of uh i don't know fantasy sci-fi uh side to them that uh because of the film being so well made it it just works somehow and and i know that that could go horribly wrong right. but i just felt the butterfly effect was like the perfect kind of film that that does that same sort of thing sure sure yeah i i think that's a great puzzle piece and i mean i i think the easiest way to describe this movie jamie marks is dead is a supernatural supernat uh supernatural uh teen coming of age drama basically and it's it's an interesting mix of genres uh, to try oh, yeah, to combine definitely. those things. I think it works best when it's kind of one or the other. But I mean, it does do a pretty good job, though, of riding that line between the two genres. Well, see, that's the thing is that I, I think I, I like movies that that go all over the place and bend uh, genres. Sure. And I think that is something that Butterfly Effect does as well. Um, and, uh, I, I, again, it, it is all over the place. You, you, you missed bromance in your, uh, naming of this sure. film, it's genre, but, uh, yeah, it's very much a bromance, um, that almost borderline I would, I would, on romance. <laughs> I was going to say, I would go a step further. I do think this is like a, a gay teen coming of age drama. Like, I do think that there is a love affair to it like under the right. surface that maybe right. they were just a little scared to uh go all the way into right yeah so. <laughs> yeah totally so uh all right well I, that is a, a perfect jumping off point and it leads really nicely into my first puzzle piece uh so these are you know spoiler uh, uh, alert uh, uh, of i'm course. gonna guess i'm gonna guess i'm gonna guess it's it's dude uh where's my car because it's another yes, Ashton because Kutcher movie <laughs> yes, absolutely. This is just going to be a, a long list of Ashton Kutcher movies. Uh, next up, Steve Jobs. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, no, I was going to say that in this movie, you know, spoiler alert, but uh, they are, you know, they're basically ghosts like that are 
finding each other. It, it, the, the Jamie Marks is dead, and he right. is a ghost, and there there is a whole alert, relationship. Yeah, Jamie Marks is spoiler dead. Spoiler alert! It's right there. It's right there, people. Um, but so we're we're getting a uh, teen uh, coming of age drama with a ghost, and I thought of the Twilight series, which mm. is of course, um, you know, this whole you know teen coming of age with vampires and werewolves and all this other crazy shit that goes on and those movies uh like them or not they you know they they have all of the same kind of aspects and i know this was based on a book i don't know if it's a book that would be considered you know quote unquote ya it is or, it or is, whatever it is it, is. it, it was it, a ya book so <laughs> yeah that makes total sense then and yeah and i think it uh i i think it 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 kind of maybe skews towards that same kind of audience. There's even little, uh, little things such as some of the music choices. Like there's some, some cool, like indie style rock tracks playing in the background of scenes and stuff like that. And, and I think that that's definitely going for a similar kind of an audience in, in some aspects of it while also reaching for some, maybe a little bit more elevated ideas along the way. Yeah, well, so I, I, I still have not seen the Twilight movies that mm -hmm. actually is on my list of, uh, uh, film series that are out there that I need to watch. Um, mm -hmm. uh, but no, I totally, I totally get that because it's funny as you were talking about that, I, it just popped in my head, but uh, the, uh, the Netflix show that uh, Eli Roth did uh, Hemlock Grove, which basically uh, kind of, I think is like a rougher twilight. Uh, it's basically mm -hmm. a little more, uh, violent and graphic, bloody, but uh, very much along the same kind of lines. Of, uh, I think that was basically what they wanted to do. They just wanted to make a darker Twilight. But so I can totally see that what you're what you're saying there. Um, but yeah, awesome. I mean um, it, that only makes me want to watch Twilight uh, even more now. So. <laughs> Well, if, if we've accomplished, yeah, if we've accomplished anything, we're, we're, we've got Chad planning his Twilight Marathon. Uh, <laughs> so, so what do you got for your next piece, Chad? Well, so I'll, I'll kind of jump off from from that, because uh, um, that 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 is one of the really interesting things about this movie is the the film what, murder mystery you forgot to throw that in there with your genre sure but uh yeah so the so the movie's a, 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 a kind of a, a murder mystery um and it has almost uh especially just the way it opens it has almost this kind of horror uh feeling to it i mean um mm. uh, for whatever reason i it, i kept feeling like um, My Soul to Take, uh, which was a Wes Craven movie, which I actually liked a lot. Nobody else really seemed to like it. Um, but uh, not just My Soul to Take, but I, even something like um, It Follows, even. It just kind of has, I, I, I think maybe it's because it's the the teenager aspect, and then also it's a mm -hmm. um, it's kind of a, a, a gritty like um setting like uh, with especially with the with the bridge and the, and the woods as to where you know jamie marks his body is found um just those aspects really it, it, it opens almost like 
it is going to be a horror movie in a lot of ways. Right. Um, I think that's just one of uh, the, the, the tricks to it. I think to, to get people that maybe are sitting down to want to watch a horror movie, trick them into watching this movie, uh, which is like you said, is pretty much, you know, a, a romance in a lot sure. of ways. So yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I, 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 I haven't seen a, uh, um, I sold to take in many, many years, but anytime I can talk about Wes Craven and uh, how great any of his movies are, I'm going to do it on this show. So <laughs> for sure, <laughs> like I for said, sure. just something about the feeling of this reminded me of that. You know, I hadn't thought of uh, It Follows, but um, It Follows, of course, you know, famously has just an incredible score that is, you know, I, at least I certainly strive to do music that, you know, that's that evocative of that kind of sound um but funny enough watching this movie um it the opening score of this movie sounded so much like my new album beater yeah. insert plug uh but seriously it sounded so much like one of the tracks on the album i was like wait a minute am, am i watching the right thing right now <laughs> you accidentally turned on uh, your music I, no 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 yeah. I, 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 I love the score of this movie i i, I thought it works really well uh with this yeah, film. it's good and, and yeah that, it, that's the thing this movie opens really really well i think the 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 score just the look the feel of the film that's the thing this is a, a big time like um atmosphere movie again how i sure. said how i i could have seen had this been a couple of years later um, neon or uh, A24 grabbing it. It has very much an atmosphere to it. Uh, how all of their movies have those strong, those strong, you know, atmospheres. So totally, absolutely. Um, all right, I'll go with another piece here. I am gonna go with. Uh, you know what? I'm actually gonna combine two. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with both the Sixth Sense and mm-hmm. the Frighteners. Uh, mm. both both movies in which uh ghosts need a human to help them with uh you know with with solving their story and completing their you know their task on earth before they can rest kind of thing right. uh and and that that's you know kind of what we what we're going for here with this particular story there's this uh you know there there's a mystery to you know how he died there's a mystery to what he's got you know left but but what his attachments are how he's going to be remembered and uh and and he needs a human to to help him and he's had this infatuation with this this one human who he he latches onto and gets to help him with with uh with his journey his his afterlife journey right yeah, well, and, and and not just him though, because you've got the other character, um, the the right. the girl who is also a ghost. Uh, she's kind of this uh, Lizzie Borden kind of character. Um, she is stuck in a loop, which is crazy, that she kills her parents uh, every morning. I can relate. Um, and it's just a little <laughs> side, like, shoehorn story that's in here. Uh, and and I, and the one ghost I think helps her to move to the other side so yeah there's definitely um uh, a lot of that about um you know uh, ghosts with unfinished business that that was an aspect to it that i did like a lot and 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 it turns out that the the unfinished business is something so so very simple uh which i i i i i i 
really appreciated a, a, a about this movie the the way that it was um i was trying to think of a good ones uh, of course six cents uh was uh one that popped mm-hmm. into my head but just to, to tag along to what you were saying um actually the ring was one because the ring goes totally the other direction uh where it which is usually how it is in um sure movies where it's it's some sort of revenge um this one does totally go more the sixth sense route um although uh you know everybody knows jamie marks is dead he knows he's dead uh, <laughs> and, and 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 um you know, it it it, it really is though um, a, a a great film though, just about uh, I would say friendship and also love and how how uh, something so little uh, can mean so much. So um, I just to expand on uh, that. That was not my puzzle piece though, the ring. So don't count that in my uh, five. Uh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> but what do you got next then? Okay, okay. I will put so, it on the list though. Okay, okay. So I've got two. This is going to be a shocker, I know. Okay, so don't faint. I've got two Keanu Reeves movies. All right. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of Keanu Reeves. Um, I I I did like some of his earlier films. And so I'm actually going to talk about two of them. I, I combine them because they are both Keanu Reeves movies. One of them is River's Edge, which uh, is a late '80s movie. Mm-hmm. River's Edge about uh, it's a, it's it's teenagers and it's a guy kills his girlfriend um, down by the river by a bridge, and he uh, brings his friends um, uh, to see the dead body. Uh, and then, of course, it it, it turns right. into, um, you know, uh, people wanting to keep a secret, people not wanting to keep a secret. Um, and and but the just the 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 setup of this one, and it, it's very very similar in that way. The feel of it too, with uh, basically, uh, you know, you're you're dealing with teenagers. You're also dealing with, you know, some sort of, you know, murder. Um, you're you're dealing with these elements, um, and also, like I said, I I don't know why, but these came to me at the same time. The other one was Keanu Reeves, um, probably my favorite movie that he's ever been in, a River Phoenix movie, uh, My Own Private Idaho, which mm-hmm. is a bromance uh, kind of love affair as well. Uh, you have uh, in that movie, um, you know, you've got the you've got two guys. They, they go around having sex for money with guys, but the one is actually straight and he only has sex with guys for money. Uh, but the one who is gay, he is actually in love with the other guy. Um, but it's just something that as a friendship um it, 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 they have, you know, a bond. The one wants it to be more, but it's just not going to happen. It's not going to go there. And in many ways, uh, again, uh, you're dealing with teenagers. And um, I, I just felt like that both of those films, it's almost like uh, both of those, uh, a mesh of them, um, you know, gave us this film here. Uh, Jamie Marks is dead. Yeah, absolutely, and I'm I'm so uh, proud of you for for bringing up Keanu Reeves movies. 
<laughs> those are probably the the Keanu Reeves movies that people that like Keanu Reeves do not include. But those are his best. <laughs> movies, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah well, well well played well played um all right so i am gonna go with another piece uh so this one's just more about the uh the whole starting with an opening where there is a murder and then people are just kind of gossiping about that murder throughout the rest of the movie i the first one that came to mind was scream mm. uh <laughs> so i no, don't, no. i don't know if it, i don't I, I got you because I mean, hello, the my soul to take. I I get you. <laughs> so so that happened in there too. I don't think I've ever actually seen my soul to take. Well, no, 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 but but it's Wes Craven. So sure, um, and, and 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 teenagers, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. They, I mean, this this kind of has a, a Wes Craven, Wes Craven vibe going on to it. I don't know what it is, but yeah, definitely it does. Definitely does. Yeah, but, yeah. Um. So yeah, yeah teenagers, no. death, murder, and, uh, <laughs> and and a lot of gossip, a lot of school, a lot of a lot of shitty kids. Um, right. Yeah, lo- lo- lots of lots of good Wes Craven stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Funny thing that I, I actually just uh, rewatched uh, Scream Four um, just the other day. Um, of the Scream movies, I again, I don't, I, I love Wes Craven, but of his films, the Scream movies, I don't love, but I always want to. I want to like them more. But um, four is actually uh, one of the better ones, I think. I mean, interesting. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know if that's uh, you know not the cool thing or whatever because i mean uh i would say four and one are 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 probably the best of the series um but anyway i i just didn't (laughs) recall me actually thinking four was was as good as it ended up being i don't uh, remember particularly disliking it it's it's definitely fun and i think it, it revives the 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 series whereas i feel two and three kind of were beating a dead horse in a way mm. and then it kind of gives it like a a nice uh well also doing what the first one did uh i mean it's basically a, it, it, it's basically like a reboot basically um, sure but yeah so we're getting all way off topic here but uh yeah <laughs> just <No. laughs> a little bit <laughs> so what do you got next well uh it's funny because um this was one that was on here and I, I, I did a couple of connections. I mean, just uh, when you were talking about Scream, um, this one came back to mind. And then I realized it, it, it's also another Keanu Reeves movie. Um, oh. I don't know what's going on. Wow. <laughs> Actually, my favorite Sam Raimi movie, and I know that's blasphemy, um, uh, The Gift, um, mm. uh, the Katie Holmes movie uh, with the murder mystery. And, uh, you know, uh, it, it's very much uh, kind of um, it's a it, it's a Southern Gothic. I kind of feel like that this one kind of has a little bit of that feeling sure. to it. Um, but uh, again, something about this. I mean, uh, it's funny. We're hitting on all these like horror, horror thrillers. I, I don't know if that one's a, a horror or a thriller or what people consider it. But right. um um just something uh about that one uh came to mind and then i didn't even realize it till uh you just mentioned scream that's that it tied back to what i was just talking about with the canon reese films but anyway sure uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
I I love it. I love it. I love all these Keanu Reeves movies. I I haven't seen The Gift since it first came out, but I, I kind of remember it having a very similar tone. Uh, yeah. To this. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Just doesn't have like the uh, the whole like Cajun vibe that the the Gift had. You know, sure. I, I I remember like uh, like violins and very yeah you know it, it's a very kind of artsy kind of horror thriller um so and that's that's definitely what this is artsy is a very good lead into my next puzzle piece ah. um <laughs> uh, i am going to go with for my next piece american beauty um mm. i think that's there a is one. a yeah there's a lot of uh just kind of uh, pretty people that are just very depressed and talking monotone with very deep uh, things that they have to say and get off their chest. And and they're just kind of sitting in rooms just uh, uh, talking about life a lot, about about the, the, the greater uh, uh, experiences of life and all, and, and just how, how, how hard everything is and how, how difficult things have been. And how they crave connection and all that mm. kind of stuff, you know? And, and that, that's, that was like a major thing with, with the way American beauty played out, especially with all the scenes with Wes Bentley and Thora Birch. No, definitely. Yeah. That I, I hadn't thought of that one, but yeah, no, that, that is a, that is a really good one. Um, the, yeah, the, the, the wanting to connect and also the, just like trying to, like figure out yourself and sure. trying to, you know, just navigate, um, you know, uh, teenage years and, uh, yeah. just uh, understand yourself and understand other people and how you, how you work with them. No, I, I, I think that is a, a, a really good piece there. No, definitely. Awesome. awesome. Well, uh, what do you got next? My my first one I mentioned how there's kind of like this uh, fantasy like element to this uh, with the the uh, you know the closet and being able to travel through it. Um, time bandits, uh, <laughs> you know. Time, time bandits. Time All bandits. Right. Um, yeah, I, I don't remember. It's a long time since I watched that movie. I need to rewatch that movie. I know my brother. He he loves 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 that movie. He probably watches it uh, once a year. I don't think I've seen it since VHS days. But um, the whole thing with, uh, if I remember right, these uh, little people like come out of the kid's closet, and then uh, there's some sort of portal like in his house. I, I can't remember if it's his closet or if it's wall or whatever. And then he just like they 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 leave, and then he like you know goes through the portal uh, and like is off on this crazy adventure through time. So, um, you know, again, it's funny going uh, another time travel, uh, movie I'm mentioning when there is no time travel in this. Right. But, right. um, but just the, 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 the fantasy there of, uh, of being able to, uh, portal in some way. Sure. Um, it definitely, uh, uh, works. Um, but uh, uh you know the 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 closet and and again that that probably is uh more so just there for you know the whole metaphor of uh you know 
being a gay teenager and trying to understand sexuality and your sexuality. But at the same sure. time, th that to me added such a cool, uh, just fantasy element to it that I really, really liked. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I think it's only maybe once or twice that it's even done, but for me, it's totally, uh, you know, uh, something that I just ate up about the film. So sure. Absolutely. I, I, I love that. I don't, I've never actually seen time bandits. That's one of the, uh, oh, Terry Gilliam movies I haven't seen. You're I really should out. see that. Yeah, <laughs> I need to rewatch it. List. I need to rewatch it. You need to watch it. Um, but yeah, oh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't own it at all. Um, like I said, uh, it's one of my brother's favorite movies. I think he rewatches it every year. Uh, he's even nice. like, he's even like visited where, cause I think it was in Hawaii. Uh, one of the pirate ship scenes or something from the movie. He's even like been to that location. And anyway, mm. um, but uh no it's a it's a bizarre movie especially for kids and i remember we loved that movie as a kid uh he still does <laughs> yeah awesome awesome well uh for my last piece i'm realizing now it really could have just uh been been thrown in together with uh the frighteners and the sixth sense uh but it's beetlejuice um ah. you know i the the reason i think i was thinking of it separately is just the idea of uh some of the ghosts being like kind of locked to a specific place, mm -hmm. you know, and that, and that's where they kind of exist and have to continue doing things, you know, but right. I guess that's kind of explored in maybe a little bit in uh, the sixth sense as well. And, you know, I'm not sure. I haven't seen the Frighteners in a while, but definitely in the sixth sense though. Yeah. Fri Frighteners is one I think I saw once. I don't remember a whole lot about it. Um, but, uh, you know, I, 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 I see that as well. I mean, you've also, again, uh, you've got the same elements too, though, with, uh, you know, the um, teenage girl who's, uh, again, in the same kind of situation um, as our, our main character here as to trying to figure out things. And then this, like, um, you know, I mean, really, when you think about it, you can almost think about, like, so many uh, movies where that is the element and then it goes into this whole like magical world like sure. which is what beetlejuice does um but then you could even see like labyrinth or never ending story even you know what sure. i mean um pan's labyrinth uh, yep yep exactly so i mean uh that's one of the things though that i find so interesting about this one is that this one could have gone in those ways and it really it's like a small version of those kind of movies you know because they, they they do actually go like on this like little adventure you know where they go to the farmhouse and you know the sure. crazy the crazy girl uh you know scares them off and then uh you know they they go to uh where the the tunnel is where all the other ghosts are or at least is like where they travel to the other side um mm. so i mean it, it it's got a lot of these elements uh of these movies that we're talking about uh whether it be like road trip movies or magic adventure movies and it's done on a on a small scale so right right on 
Well, uh, I think that does it. Did you want to squeeze in any last minute puzzle piece before I yeah, do the finished puzzle? Actually, actually, yeah. And um, uh, Carrie, uh, I was thinking of Carrie because okay. just the opening of Carrie reminded me a lot of the flashback of him seeing, you know, Jamie being bullied by, um, sure. you know, uh, he, he, of course, doesn't take part in it. He just witnesses it. But that element um instead of it being from the perspective like in the opening of carrie uh it being from her point of view you he is an onlooker to it who does not act and then of course right. that that ends up being something that uh really eats at him and um is uh the 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 guilt that really i think propels his character throughout the film but i i i, I definitely feel like in a lot of ways this film um obviously loves horror movies and i think it toys with a lot of different things from horror movies but carrie was definitely one i thought of yeah that that's actually a good observation i feel like this is a movie directed by someone who horror is their favorite genre but they wanted to make a drama right you know yeah exactly <laughs> so it's it's just in the dna of it but right uh, so uh, I'm going to go ahead and do the finished puzzle, and that includes The Butterfly Effect, The Twilight Series, My Soul to Take, It Follows, The Sixth Sense, The Frighteners, The Ring, River's Edge, My Own Private Idaho, Scream, The Gift, American Beauty, Time Bandits, Beetlejuice, and Carrie. So we got a, a great list of movies there, but what we're going to do, this being a Missing Pieces episode, we're going to also come up with a couple of uh, extra movies that have come since this movie came out in 2014 that we think maybe were inspired a little bit by Jamie Marks is Dead. What do you got first? Okay. Well, I'm going to go with a movie we've actually already done a show on. But <laughs> gives me an excuse to talk about it. Um, nice. Actually, The Peanut Butter Falcon. Because um, The Peanut Butter Falcon is a movie, a, a, a weird odd couple who go on this adventure again like i said this is kind of it, it is an odd couple um you've got uh you know the the social outcast and then you've got the um popular you know athlete who everyone mm -hmm. seems to love um and then it, they go on like this small kind of adventure you've got the one character who um is uh totally just uh driven in a he just has all this guilt that is built up inside him um mm -hmm. and uh he's able to um i think forgive himself by the end of the film and you know he he uh he's he's helping jamie marks basically go through his journey and at the same time though he 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 is you know growing and also uh, being able to forgive himself um, sure. and not and not just you know be guilty about the death of Jamie, which was not his fault at all. So, um, Peanut Butter Falcon, you know, you've got uh, Shia LaBeouf's character who is who is guilty um, in regards to his brother, who uh, he accidentally killed in a car wreck, um, right. and through you know somebody who's totally his opposite. Um, he has this, uh, you know, just basically a journey where he not only learns to, you know, 
uh, love and befriend somebody who's totally not like himself, but also, you know, forgive himself. So I, I, I think yeah. uh, a lot of ways is very, very similar. That's also a film that's very kind of, uh, kind of like a grounded fantasy. Uh, you know, it's a, uh, it's like yeah, a, a little almost bit. like a, a, a Southern uh, fantasy almost. Um, but yeah, um, I, I, I think that, uh, that's definitely a, uh, a, a good one that, uh, has come since, uh, this film. Awesome. I like it. Uh, that's a, a really good pick. Uh, I'm going to go with, you had mentioned way back at the beginning of this conversation about the whole, this kind of feels like a 24 right. on film. And of course I'm going to bring up a ghost story, yep. uh, which is another very, uh, melancholy, uh, kind of, uh, you know, really, I guess melancholy is the best word for it, but, but it like, people are just very much ruminating on what, you know, what moving on means, what, uh, what life is, what death is, what love is. And, and there's a lot of, uh, just really dry moments to it and really uh really just morose kind of uh right. you know experience to the movie and a lot of the uh the cinematography as well just being like very of course this isn't in the uh you know three four or whatever the hell it is right. that that right. one is shot in but but it's still it's got like a very um you know very uh monochrome look to it and uh and also the way that people talk in it as well well, I, I definitely had written a ghost story down as well. Um, mm -hmm. And I think uh, also the way ghost story doesn't basically tell you what the story is. I mean, it doesn't really like, I mean, it's sure. not necessarily a plot driven movie and it doesn't sure. basically say, oh, okay, well, here's what you're supposed to take away. The, it, it leaves you like, thinking about what you watched and kind of coming up with your own thoughts about it. Sure. Um, I, I think this one more so cues you in on some things than the ghost story does. Yeah. But uh, I think very much uh, this one's definitely in the, in the same uh, area of that film um, sure. as far as uh, just uh, giving you something to, to think about and process uh Absolutely. which i really love that about movies when when you can um watch it and then somehow just keep getting pulled back to it and thinking about it and wanting to watch it again um sure. I, I, I this is actually the probably the fourth time that i've watched this movie i don't wow. know what it is it, it definitely uh, ha, just pulls me back i don't i, I don't know why but uh there's so many things to it that i do really really like um but uh yeah i i, I totally agree with the ghost story awesome do you have uh any more um well i was thinking because um you know uh I, i'd mentioned like the ring and how for the most part when you're talking about ghosts when you're talking about unfinished business uh you, you mostly are talking about basically bad ghosts <laughs> you know and right, evil. Right. um you've got a movie like crimson peak though that was one that i thought of um oh yeah that, that could work for sure yeah where where the 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 ghosts aren't there to do harm uh, they they may seem uh scary and menacing but they aren't 
the thing that you have to be worried about, you know? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, I mean, in, the, in this one, uh, you know, uh, you've, you've got the, the girl who obviously is very scared of the ghost, the girl who finds him at the beginning, she finds his dead body. Um, you know, and of course she has a secret that uh, we don't know till later on. And I'm not going to spoil this because I know nobody's seen this movie. So (laughs) (laughs) watch this movie after you listen to this episode. That's why we're not, we're doing our best not to spoil anything here. But, um, she, um, you know, she, she fears the ghost. Whereas, um, the, the the other character he he's just wanting to basically help he's wanting mm-hmm. to know what happened and then he he realizes you know very very quickly that i've got nothing to fear here um uh, and he's giving uh th- this ghost his clothes and stuff like that another interesting thing how ghosts can wear clothes and <laughs> nobody <laughs> seems to see clothes walking around in public you know what let's I mean? just let let's just let that slide <laughs> <laughs> no 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 but again that, that's some of those things that are just so like like when you stop and think about it like just like the butterfly effect but it works somehow so um <laughs> But, but, but yeah, so, um, I, 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 Crimson Peak, uh, of course is a, a movie that I love. I know you were yeah. kind of not, L- not L- as big L- on warm. Me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, again, yeah. that's one where it's a very, uh, fantastical movie too with, uh, mm-hmm. with the ghosts. Um, you know, uh, uh, Del Toro of course is a big, uh, uh, person who who believes in you know monsters and ghosts they 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 are our friends um you know they're not here to 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 do harm they're not mean and and this film definitely uh plays along uh that same way of thinking absolutely well uh on the the other end of the story spectrum uh i was gonna go with love simon uh hmm. and and i know there's been other uh you know gay coming of age movies in the last 10 years and you know this came out 2014 so really the last six years we're talking right. but um but i i feel like there probably wasn't that many before this and right. there's been more since you know right. and so i just think that's kind of the most popular most you know well-known one that i thought of uh when thinking about you know any other movies like that that have come along and like we had mentioned earlier of course it's not exactly spelled out that that's exactly you know for sure what this is but i think it's pretty clear that it is yeah i i did want to say for the people that <laughs> that that they hear that and that that turns them away mm-hmm. not at all it, it's right it's it's very um i mean it's there it, it's almost like if you if if you don't want it to be there it's not even there i mean really. there, there's only three ghost sex scenes and the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, so here's the thing. It's so it's so not that that I that's why I didn't. I, it, one of my puzzle pieces, I did think of Brokeback Mountain, and then I scratched it off because I'm like, you know what? Uh-huh. It doesn't quite go there. Um, but uh, no, I mean, it, it's 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 more about friendship. It is. Yes. It is obviously one gay character who really loves the other character who is straight, who yeah. he has a sex scene. Well, not really, but uh, a, a partial sex scene with a girl, sure. which I thought that part was hilarious because she says, okay, no penetration, then proceeds to put her his penis <laughs> in her mouth. I, th- <laughs> I think when you say no penetration, 
I that's off the table. I that's her that's her prerogative. (laughs) That part always gets me. I'm just like, wait, you okay? (laughs) Sorry to digress there, but yeah, there's straight Uh, sex in this movie. Yes, a little bit. (laughs) So, uh, any any last one you want to bring up before we close it up? Well, what I want to say though is that she has a rock collection. Okay, she mm. collects rocks. I love that. <laughs> I thought that was fantastic. She has That's these shelves. Cool. She has shelves with the rocks on display, and then uh, and then of course the the part where Jamie goes goes nuts and he's like throwing the rocks all over the room, and then he's like, "Sorry, I messed up your rocks." I don't know. I just love the whole rock collection thing. Um, I think uh, one because I am a collector myself, not of rocks, but of things in general, whether it be mm. Funko Pops, whether it be uh, Blu-ray DVDs. Uh, I Just a collector who's always been a collector. Um, sure. I think that to have a collector who actually collects rocks and then that, that, that being an aspect of this film, because uh, what that basically says about her as a person is that uh, since it's rocks, is that she sees the beauty in things that people just walk over uh, constantly, sure. and I think that 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 plays a lot into her character, and I just really love that 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 part of the film. So, um, what I was going to say though, as far as uh, a uh, another piece, because well, uh, uh, what did we call these missing pieces? These are yes, okay. Um, I guess I was thinking about the whole guilt thing and, um, I, I just thought of, uh, this is one I've mentioned before, but, uh, thank you for your service. Just the whole aspect of survivor's guilt. Mm-hmm. It's when somebody else dies and you could have very easily have seen it be yourself, especially sure. if it's, uh, you know, lots of people in the military, uh, deal with this. I think, you know, people that are, you know, surviving victims of uh, school shootings and things like that have that as well. I think the way that was explored in this film was done in a way I haven't seen before as far as uh, uh, Jamie Marks is dead. Um, and again, it's just one of the many elements that's in this uh, film for people to, you know, uh, peel away and unravel. Um, but uh, just uh, in thinking of films that have come after, I just uh, thank you for your service was one that dealt with that as well. That yeah. uh, I thought uh, does a, a good job as 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 well. You've got somebody who who continues on and who is living, who is basically a complete depressive mess because he right. is alive and others aren't. Right. But, uh, right. Exactly. So I, I, you know, I, I think dealing with dealing with guilt, uh, also uh, friendship in general, and love, and just a, a accepting other people and how they are and who they are. I think those are all just great themes that are in this film uh, that that just makes it you know a really wonderful movie that I like. I said I don't think a lot of people do know about. So. Mm-hmm. Last thing I want to say uh, before we close it up is when you first sent me uh, the name of this movie and I looked it up, uh, I immediately imagined that one of our puzzle pieces would be Drop Dead Fred. 
And I'm glad to say that that's not what this movie ended up being at all. So, uh, <laughs> oh, we didn't we, we didn't even mention though that Liv Tyler's in this. So. Oh yeah, and she's and she's good in it too. <laughs> that's 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 the star power. There um, you go. Y- you know that's where they probably their most of their budget went to getting her in it. <laughs> I would Im- I would imagine so. I would imagine so. <laughs> but no, it, over overall it is a it is a it is a great cast though. I think I think everybody in it is uh, pretty strong um at what yeah. they do. So. Absolutely. So uh Chad, you got something else you'd like to recommend that you watched recently? Yes, actually and it plays into it. I I I was going to use this as a missing piece, but then I was like, no. It'll be my recommendation. That's the uh Big Time Adolescence, which uh is on Hulu. It's a Hulu film, Hulu original. Huh. Um and uh about a uh, basically a a a a stoner um uh he's like a teenager who's uh dating this girl. He befriends uh, her little brother and it jumps ahead. Here he is. He's like a, you know, 20 something, maybe 30 something loser slacker. And he's still hanging out with this kid who now this kid is a teenager. So it's just a, a, a interesting odd couple, uh, bromance, um, mm-hmm. that, uh, it, it's, a, it's a lot of fun. It's not at all, uh, serious in any way like this. Um, I, I thought of, uh, project X, um, and, uh, it's, you know, just basically a, a good comedy, but, uh, I thought it fit in good with, the this movie though, uh, to use as a recommendation. Again, like Beautiful. I said, it, it's on Hulu. Awesome. Well, Chad, as always, thanks so much for, uh, being here. And, uh, today when we're recording this, it was just announced, well, not announced, it's, uh, rumored that they're considering uh, a world a Wonder Woman 1984 direct VOD release because mm-hmm. of everything happening in the world. So if that happens, we're going to have you back for that, of course. <laughs> uh, but um, see, otherwise, and, uh, we'll get you for something else. So. And I am so torn on that because if this means that we'll get it sooner, I am happy. But mm-hmm. I want it to make enough money. So they need to charge like $50. They need to charge like a hundred dollars. I mean, right. <laughs> I yeah, mean, seriously, yeah. I'll $20 pay dollars is not enough I for, will pay for, for that bucks. bucks office. Yeah. Oh, it's going to so, be a mess. Um, it's going to yeah, be a mess. I, no, it is. It is. So we'll see. Hopefully they don't. And hopefully they decide to wait it out and see what happens instead of mm-hmm. just throwing it to VOD, because I, I think it's going to be a big hit. Um, you know, and, let's just say by june this is still going on just push it back till you know yeah. november december push it back to next year i mean fast and furious went to next year why yeah, go to next new, year new mutants we've been waiting on it for four years it's gonna be 10 more <laughs> years before i get to see it so i mean push it back <laughs> that is the uh that is the message i agree with it 100 <laughs> percent. i will uh, pay thanks. 20 bucks to see new mutants though Oh God! <laughs> Thanks for being put it on VOD now, right now. <laughs> if it exists, it doesn't <laughs> exist. <laughs> we interrupt your regularly scheduled podcast to bring you an exciting announcement. You love movies and TV. We know you do because you're spending your precious time listening to this awesome podcast. And if you love this podcast, we've got another we think you might like. I'm Shannon. And I'm Phaedra. 
and we are Stinger, the entertainment podcast. We're two fangirls who love TV and movies, just like you, and every two weeks we discuss what we're watching, from Netflix to Hulu to Amazon to network TV, movies we've seen, and what's coming up next in entertainment. We hear so many people ask, what should I binge watch next? Or is that movie really worth seeing in the theater? If you have those questions, we're here for you. And you can decide which one of us is right. (laughs) So check us out on your favorite podcast app, or you can listen on our website, stingerpodcast.com. Just search for Stinger Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Or connect with us on social media. We're Stinger Podcast everywhere. All right, so I hope you enjoyed that conversation about Jamie Marks is Dead. If it was your first time watching the movie or if you actually did see this back when it came out and uh, you were like, hey, I remember that movie. I'm glad we got a chance to talk about it here on the show for you. Uh, So as always, if you're enjoying the show, we would really love it if you'd rate and review us. Five stars would be amazing. Uh, You could do that over on Apple Podcasts or on Podchaser. And of course, follow us on social media at PiecingPod. Join the Facebook group, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces. And as always, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, We really appreciate that you're all out there listening. And we got a whole lot more Piecing It Together coming your way. So uh, we're going to keep doing the show whether you get in touch or not, but we'd love it if you got in touch. We'd love it if you left us a review, and we'd love it if you follow us, and we'd love it if you'd share the show, and we'd love it if you join us on an episode one of these days. That would be great. Get in touch. We'd love to have you. So uh, (laughs) I think that does it for today. I'm going to close it out with a piece of music like I always do, and if you've been listening the last few weeks, you know that I have a new album out. It's available on iTunes, on Amazon Music, on Spotify. It's on all the digital music services. It's called Beater, Original Motion Picture Soundtrack, which features the uh, film score that I did for this feature film called Beater, but also music from six other short films I did with the same director, Chris Johnson. And so uh, there's a whole lot of music, an hour and 45 minutes of music, um, I'm really proud of this thing. A lot of really great music from these these different films. And um, I think every week for the next few weeks, at least, I'm going to be playing selections from this album. And uh, I think today I'm going to play... This is, this is called Unrequited Reprise. It's from a film called Unrequited. It was actually the second film I worked with uh, Chris Johnson on. And I think the the feeling of this one's a good fit for this movie, Jamie Marks is Dead. And uh, this was actually the the music that plays over the end credits of the film and kind of reprises the main theme that happens earlier in the film. And so I hope you enjoy this track. And of course, the album is available if you want to go get that. And we will uh, actually be putting out a special bonus album with even more tracks. This is already 34 tracks, but there's more because, I mean, seven films total. That's a lot of films, a lot of music. So there's actually more coming. It's going to be on our Patreon. So if you want to go uh, sign up for our Patreon, you're going to get this special bonus track album. But the main album is available for sale on iTunes, on Amazon, all that stuff. Uh, Or you could just stream it on Spotify, of course. But here's one of the tracks. It's, again, called Unrequited Reprise. And, again, the album is called Beater Original Motion Picture Soundtrack. Thanks for listening, as always. And we'll be back with more Piecing It Together coming up real soon.
and All Points West. Thank you.